Well, good morning, and thank you for joining me on the number one radio talk host show, BBS, Angel Comedy Relief. Granny is on board again. I came off the track three weeks ago, and I had to go back and find myself where the hit that track was. Now I'm full force. The engineer's got control of this train. Now, let's get into monologues. Now, what I, I know, I know it's about grammar, and I looked up that darn word mono and then the log, and what I found out is the log never had mono. I, I'm just saying, I'm not understanding why the big fuss over this mono thing and the log. I've realized in life that most of my uh, men on the couch have been logs, but none of them had mono, so I was wondering if that had anything to do pertaining to my monologue. Thank you very much for joining me. I appreciate every one of you. I thank you for all your hate on social media. I'm loving it, seriously, because what I've learned with hate is, dang, when someone hates you bad, they really, really reek about you. Now, let's get into comedy. I went back to 1920s, and I really, really, really like this era. Why? Because I feel like um, they really brought comedy to the stage, whereas um, there was no talking. They did everything by, you know, showing you and acting it out. Well, today we call that silent treatment when the husband is just messing up. Well, in those days, it was just acting it out. Well, nowadays, us women, oh, yeah, we act it out, all right. When we act it out, it's what's really funny is the fact is the fact that um when the husband goes honey what are you doing it's always um silent treatment you know what, that was two weeks ago we got into a fight no i'm still acting it out it's going to be like a two year process but i'm working on you i've learned the laurel law here we go with the grammar you know the laurel <laughs> hardy uh-huh you know the fat and skinny one or skinny and fat one i love the way they used to go and get on and then they were always acting like they were stealing you know that was the main thing you know again like lucille ball this lie <laughs> So what we learned with Laurel and Hardy is no matter where they went and how they dressed, because, boy, did they dress for success. I mean, in suits and all, the whole nine yards, and they come out and they were crooks. They were always crooks. They were always trying to show you how to laugh without any kind of verbal words going on. What I like about that is that, you know, in life nowadays, the comedy is not about um I thought it was being nasty and all. Actually, being vulgar on stage, sometimes the way it's put, it's funny. Uh, sometimes when a person is very dry humor, to again, to the one next to you might be hilarious. To you, it's just dry out humor. And I've decided to go with um, the 1920s. I'm going to do a lot of uh, silent films, and I will be... YouTubing them and all, and I've um, kind of made my own little Hollywood little stage act scene in my closet here, and I'm going to become a closet comedian. And the reason why I say that is because, you know, Bob Hope, when he came on stage, that man also came on in a three-piece suit. Those shoes must have cost $15,000. And that man just gave nothing but love and laughter. It doesn't matter what rolled out of his mouth. It was because if you think about it, and if you listen to some of these comedians, it doesn't even make any sense. But in those days, we were so desperate for anything but politics and, you know, Mr. Ed and, uh, let's see, uh, 
Petticoat Junction and uh, I Love Lucy and Carol Burnett and who was the there was a bunch of other little series uh, Raw Hide you know think about it Raw Hide uh, he rode in the hide uh, I'm just saying some of these you know the 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 names that they gave these programs um, uh, like gun smoke now he never smoked a gun and uh he never got married you know he was a player and uh when it came out to being watching the films in those days seriously it was all funny because um they don't have what we have now um what they have now is a magnifying glass and if you sneeze wrong well that's what they're going to put on air. They don't remember the funny parts. They remember the parts when you're, you're, you know, when you've coughed and your boogers on your nose and no one's told you through the whole interview. And and then when you leave the interview, they're going, can you believe Tom had that boogie thing the whole time? Well, that's what you call in the 1920s, acting it out. Maybe Tom wanted you to see the booger there and that was his way of making you laugh and, you know, give him attention for the day. Me, myself, I like to come out dressed out. I like to dress up as a, you know, 1920s. Why? Because those girls were sexually liberated. Well, that's what it says anyway. I'm thinking someone just put that on there so I can read it. I've never in my life heard sexually liberated. But if you look at some of these, some of these pictures of these ladies of the 1920s, oh, you can guarantee I'm doing them. Here they're changing the tires and the leg is straight up in the air. She's changing the tire. Now work with me here. Her leg is straight up in the air and she's turning the notch. I don't know. I think someone's playing around with my uh, YouTube or something because uh, some of these, uh, like sailing, she's in a tub. She's t- she's out of the the boat and she's pulling the man and she's sailing him down the road. I'm just just saying. I like the silent thing. I think that I'm going to be very good at it once I get it on my little comedy gig here. Now politics. The house was closed and then it was open, and I'm confused because. Uh, it's like grammar to me. What in the heck is going on in politics? I don't know. I'm still looking up the word Paula and the ticks. And I've come out that the ticks never had Paula. So what's going on up in the White House is 17 things. They all have their own opinion. Nothing wrong with that. And I think that uh, that the White House is one of the biggest comedy scenes on Earth, to the United States, 24-7, all day long. We have a house full of comedians. Yes, we do. That would be all the senators, you know, the ones that wear the tight weaves, they can't breathe, but they're sitting there, you know, calling out someone because someone didn't do what they didn't do. So now what they didn't do is being investigated by the people that they hired to investigate what they didn't do. Now, you see how funny how comedy is? Because in the 1920s, they did the same thing. Um, They investigated the investigators to find out that the women were in heat and the men were definitely not the heat. Um, We we, uh, we learned that um, being funny is anybody can say something funny. Happens to be you're sitting at the DMV. Someone walks in, they're 104 years old, they pass the driver test, you take the test, you're 60, and you fail it. Something's wrong here. 
Something's wrong. Something seriously is wrong here. A 16-year-old can get a driver's license and, 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 and not pass the test, just give a couple of blunts, and now they got their license. And mom and dad are going, how'd you get your driver's license? Well, the man in DMV, he likes Kush. He told me that the Black Widow uh, that he had now is a, a Kush bud. And uh, I'm in. I got my license, Mom. Can I drive the car? Again, funny, yes, to you, maybe not today. Um, again, I traveled from Florida to to California recently. And I know you guys have experienced this. You've gone into a motel room. You've driven 16 hours. You're exhausted. You get in there. It's not even 7 o'clock. Everybody in the motel room, they're ready to party. You're ready to crash. You hear everything that's going on. So you get up at 5 in the morning, and you can guarantee that one of my personalities gets up in the morning. She's a little witch is what she is. She gets up in the morning. She gets up at 4. She starts the TV on full blast, the radio's full blast. Now, why would she have to do that? Silent treatment, I'm just saying. It's hell when silent treatments come back and kick you in the butt and that crap is all in your bed and you're going, what the hell? And you know what else she did? She yells through the wall, how do you like it now? Yeah! Wake up! And then I go... And she's in the parking lot. She's packing the car. This personality of mine, sometimes I want to just smack her. She is looking at the window. Mm -hmm. The man is standing at the window like, who is this crazy lady? And I would be looking at him like, (laughs) come on out here and ask me. (laughs) If your wife is afraid of you, little man. (laughs) But this personality has been waiting for you since all night long. Now come on out here and ask me who is this neurotic lady. I'll give you the silent treatment. Mm-hmm. Now see, my personalities were acting up again. I go into another motel room. I spend $119. I walk in. Oh, nice and quiet, beautiful. I go to bed. I get up at four in the morning. Yeah, that damn personality comes out. And boy, does she like to show off. She gets up. There's no coffee. There's no continental breakfast. She runs downstairs. She starts screaming like a a hyena and says, what do you mean? Uh, No free food. Not even with food stamps. What is wrong here? And uh, everybody looked at her. I acted like I didn't know her. Silent treatment is better treatment. And then uh, when we get in the car, not only does she get in the car and she acts up, we're in the car for 30 minutes. I'm so such a nervous wreck trying to calm this personality down. Now I'm in the back seat tearing her up, putting a pillow over her face. I notice the people are watching me thinking, what is going on in the car? I get out. I'm driving. I'm backing up. Look at what she says. She's got the nerve to say to this. The guys are watching. For 30 minutes, is this lady okay? I'm not lying to you guys. This personality is going to kill me, and I'm going to kill it, and I'm not going to be on the radio station too much longer. I'm just telling you. She rolls the window down and tells these good-looking men, oh, my God. If you take a picture, it could last you longer. Holy crap, did she say that? Now, I roll the window up. I'm screaming and hollering. What the hell? Just happen because i know you guys have done this you know you didn't get your coffee no continental breakfast now you're on an empty stomach you're riding in the round in the parking lot they're watching you because you know you can't figure out where the heck 
the exit is because you're so upset, you know, that dang personality, you know, like in the 1920s, a silent, you know, one that just gets in there and you can't control it. So now you're on the highway. Mm-hmm. Two hours, mm-hmm. bumper to bumper, no coffee, nothing. Guess what was going on in the car? Mm-hmm. Nothing. It's what you call in the 1920s a roaring 1920s. So I've decided, I've, I've went ahead and committed that personality. I'm being investigated because I uh, took her out yesterday, and uh, now they're looking for her, and uh, I might not be on the radio station long because they might find us. I'm just saying. I tried my best, you know, to uh, claim her on my taxes. She turned me in. I'm just telling you right now, it could get worse. She really turned me in. Now, I've decided if I go the silent treatment way, what will happen is when they come and investigate me and I do everything in silent, <laughs> it's going to take them a couple of years to figure out what I'm doing in silent. It gives me enough time to, you know, get out and, you know, try to, you know, do this comedy thing and, and make money and maybe, you know, introduce every one of my personalities and they will realize that, wow, this lady was born in 1804. Holy crap. And she's still got more personalities than any comedian on stage. I have researched and developed and developed and researched. There's no one on stage that's done 17 personalities. And um, I have ordered 17, I'm not lying to you, wigs. I'm just saying. Personality outfits. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm working on something really good up in here. Mm-hmm. I got my walkers out. I got seven. Walkers, rolling, the rolling twenties, women, 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 women. In those days, power, power packs. These are women that put on their dresses, went out. They became nurses. They became extremely intelligent because they could wipe your crap and change your diaper. They become doctors. Imagine, I have now a degree in urination and fluctuation, dissipation, relation, and nothing to do with the situation of the poor guy that was dying. But I was a nurse because, uh, look it, he gave me one long log today, and it did not have mono because <clears throat> he wasn't kissing on <clears throat> the log. <laughs> that he passed us today. Aren't I a smart nurse? Now, at nighttime, these nurses became call girls. I'm sorry, did I just say that? Well, they did. They called it silent. (laughs) Read between the lines, guys, and in between the sheets, and, you know, even where the curtains are, look in the curtains, because I'm just telling you, it was called uh, silent treatment. Nowadays, it's called um, prostitution. Did I just say that? And in Las Vegas, they're trying to legalize it. Now, work with me here, men. You want me to go to Vegas. You want me to pay you to go get me a man. Okay. All righty, then. You see where the silent treatment came in? Because these girls in 1920, they saw what was happening in 1804 all the way up to 1920. And what they found out in those days is these girls were sexually liberated i'm thinking they were hotter than a mishap and uh if you wanted the hap to be missed well 
All you had to do was just be one of their solid treatment uh, patients. I'm just saying. In, in in our days, when we were growing up, and I'm not lying to you, my aunts were all 15 years older than myself. This is how, what I saw with the GIs. The GIs would come over. I love you, Linda. L- Linda, listen to me. Linda, Linda, I love you, Linda. Linda, I, I really love you, Buddy Bush. Linda, do you think that uh, I can stay with you at your house? You know, because... I'm in the service. Linda, Linda, I got to prove to you one thing, Linda. Nothing. I prove to you nothing, Linda. I promise you everything. <laughs> and when I leave, it's called a silent treatment when I don't get back in touch with you. Okay, 1920s, here we go. The 1920s, roaring, sexually liberated, silent treatment. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, we call it women going through menopause, and this is how we do it. What do you mean? When she texts you and it says, are you going to meet me at this oval motel here in California? What does she mean about that? No, honey, what it is is uh, we're doing <clears throat> uh, some production and uh, we found some women that want to do the 1920s, you know, silent stuff. And we're just, you know, that's what this is all about. You should see this lady. She's real old. <laughs> I'm thinking she's about in her 60s, yes, but no, no, seriously, when you see her, holy money, honey, you ain't got to worry about that, girl. She's so old, she will confuse you about her oldness. Now, honey, you ain't got to worry about nothing, because when when you're out here doing production, we've got to make sure that all the producers are in. The silent treatment begins. At 3 in the morning, and it ends at 3 p.m. And there's when we walk out of that motel room, there will be no talking. It's just all silent. The women walk out. Their wigs are half, you know, tilted. Their bras, their pads are hanging down to their to their buttocks. Uh, the bras hanging out. One breast is hanging out. Ain't no one saying a word. I'm just saying. The men, you know, they come out. They're pulling up their pants. Mm-hmm. They're zipping up their pants. Silent treatment. Again, 2018, the only thing that's silent about here is nothing. Because we're so open to about everything. There's no um, guessing in the work. Um, dating games. The dating scene. It's funny because in the 1920s, when you dated a man, he... It's the same way as it was today. Now, how long and how much is it going to take me to get this out of the way just to see if I even like you? There should be a law that we should not have any eating, dating, nothing. Get in the room. See how it works. If it doesn't work, the solid treatment is better than... I wasted six months. Are you kidding me? I can't stand you. I think you're nasty, disgusting. <laughs> yeah, because it's all about the sex instead of getting to know each other. It's not about even what's in that beautiful mind. It's about what's under, you know, the lining. <clears throat> the lining right there between the sheets. I just wanted to know what's going on with that silent treatment. Uh, Yeah, because comedy has gotten to where everybody in the house 
Liz, the 1920s up to 2018. Some of us in 1920s still wear the same underwear, mm, same bra, mm, and refuse to change. In 2018, mm, you got the same underwear and same bra since last year. <clears throat> I'm just saying. Uh, silent treatment is uh, a gift. Look at um, <laughs> Bob Hope when he used to come on. That man entertained the world. Sometimes he didn't say a word. Sometimes he danced. Sometimes he just brought entertainers out. Entertainers out. Why? Because we all need to laugh. And um, I've been challenged on Facebook. Oh, you think funny? Uh, uh, let's you know make it a priority. Well, I didn't mean to insult anybody. What I'm trying to do is get all of the comedians, and I do mean all of you. But I don't mean the ones that want to send me porn. That's not funny. Yeah, I sit here and I talk about, you know, the sex thing. Would I get on Facebook and send you something <laughs> disgusting? I'm thinking not. I'm thinking, can we just go back to keeping it clean, 1920s, you know. I'm sorry that Granny came across as she's, you know, sexually explicit. I'm not. What I was trying to teach you is sex is funny. Uh, um, it really is. It's uh, even when some of these comedians say and go into detail. If you listen to them, they're hilarious. Um, could I go into detail? I'm thinking I could. That personality of mine. But I've learned to go into senior places. <clears throat> they don't want to hear it. But if I uh, <clears throat> acted out the silent treatment, I bet you they will stand up and applaud me for never, ever waving on from 1804 to 2018. It's nothing changed. Some are in the closet, some are out of the closet, some are in, 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 a, in, a, in a rotation, 360, one day they're 60, the next day they're three, the next day they're zero. I'm just saying, it's all about one thing, sex. Yeah, it's not about, hi, Linda, how are you? It's about, man, I met this girl, and I don't know how much money. Have you guys got any money I could borrow? This one could cost me three roses. She, yeah, she, she might want three roses. You know, the other ones I could give her two stems and get away with it. But this one, yeah, I'm going to have to work hard for this one. Three roses, maybe a lot of humiliation on uh, media, and then I'm going to wonder why she don't want to get together and get things together because of the silent treatment that she's given me. The silent treatment goes way back to 1920. Here we are, the same thing. We get all dolled up. We go to work. At work, we have chemistry. I call it lust. All right, chemistry. You want to call it chemistry, call it whatever. I call it if you become a chemist, watch what you mix together. It could literally smack you right in the face and cause you blindless, and it could cause you to go bankruptcy. Her name would be, hell, what the hell, girl, what is your name? Mm. And then when she gets you, that silent treatment, when you go home, your wife sees it all over your face and on your body. She got you, didn't she? Mm-hmm. Guess what? Mm-hmm. I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. Now, what happened? That silent treatment came true for the man. Didn't work at home. Did he think about it? No. Do we ever? No. Because you know why? We're about 
Let's make it happen right now. Right now, I got to do it right now. I don't care what, uh, baby, I love you. You just don't know how fast I've fallen so much for you. Like two seconds ago, you came on the media, the best thing I've ever seen <laughs> in two seconds. And uh, I'm thinking my mind span is uh, last 20 seconds. So um, if we could get over the silent treatment, I'm thinking you and I going to get along just fine. Just don't call my wife and don't call up Priscilla and Linda. Linda, 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 listen to me. Linda, I love you. Did you put any money in the bank account? Linda? Mm-hmm. Because in the rolling 20s, it was still the same. Only thing is that she was depositing the money in the bank account, and they, <clears throat> the men in the silent treatment, you know, area at the hospital, were bankrupts. We never talked about that, did we? No, we only talk about these sexually liberated ladies of the 1920s. That is the life I would have lived. I would have been a billionaire. And actually, think about it, ladies. Nowadays, you do not have to pay a man to go out and find you a man. You do not have to go on social media. There's too many nice, nice guys that love comedy, that love sense of humor, that love being with a good woman and doesn't mind laughing at himself and at her. And he does understand when her personalities pop out and he's like, someone help me with that expression when he's walking with her and he can't say nothing, but his expression in his face is like, can anybody help me? Yeah. Silent treatment is 24-7, 48 hours a day on the ID channel. I'm just saying. What we decided to do, my personalities, we've decided to go live. We're not going to be dead anymore. We're going to go live again. I have ordered the outfits. I will be going live, and each one of them, each weekend, will be on live. You will know them by name. One of them is Wanda. Mm. One of them is Ellen. Oh, Lord. And then we got, uh, let's see, we got uh, Cindy. And then we have, uh, uh, oh, yeah, Opa, Opa, Opa. And then we got Oopy, Oopy, yeah. And we got Catalina. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of them. They have issues, but we're going to deal with them one at a time. And I swear to you, by the time I'm finished, you're going to relate to 19... 08 to 1804, excuse me, from 1804 to 19 to 2018, each one of these personalities, you're going to go, honey, 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 I'm thinking that one right there is you, that, that, that lady right there on, on, that, on that media thing, well, how does she get your personality out, out on media when I've been living with you for, for so long? How does she know it's you is what I want to know. Because we all have these personalities, but we don't want to say that. We want to get angry. Shoot, not me. I let them get out and make a fool out of themselves. And I'm going, excuse me, <clears throat> I don't know who they are. But uh, I'm getting to know my personalities very well. And I've realized each one of us, will always give you a silent treatment when they don't give you your way. My way to you, my gift to you guys, is making you laugh in 17 different languages. 
I told you I've taken violin lessons. Let me tell you what she did. She took the violin. She tried it. She threw it against the wall. It fell apart. She put it back together. She's wondering why it's screeching like she does. And now she doesn't want to do the violin lessons. I told her either the violin lessons or we remove her mouth. One of the seven. She's decided to take the lessons again. Do you see how these personalities, oh, I want that brand new car. And when you go out and get yourself in a situation, now you get the car and your payment, your first payment shows up as $850. And that personality refuses to go to work. You want to kill her. You want to be on that ID channel and say, I don't know what happened to her. Judge Linda. Mm -hmm. Because we all have the personalities. It's from 1920 to now. Come on. Think about it in comedy. Some of us are like fluffing, you know, uh, very, 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 very happily being fluffing and found himself a fluffy lady. Hey, you have a fluffy situation. Then you have some that, you know, are little geezers that want to get on there and, you know, humiliate women and then wonder why... <laughs> the women <laughs> treat them the same and then they want to call us you know hoes I'm calling us 17 personalities <laughs> and I'm loving any one of the names that you want to call me because this is 2016 uh, when you started yeah now it's 2018 I'm thinking that all the names you've called me they fit right in but I'm just not yours I ain't your bitch I ain't your hoe, and I ain't your slut. Uh, that would have been the one you just left that refuses to come back. Now, in 1920, we would have not said a word to you. We would have showed up to you and showed you exactly what a hoe and a slut and a bitch is. And that would be Miss Lady, Lady, and Lady to you. And thank you very much for your $3,000 check Did you just take my money. I'm thinking I did. It's called silent treatment, dude. Yeah, gotcha. Because when you're a hustler in life, and that's, think about it, a comedian, that's what we are. We're hustlers. We're trying to get you to like us. So we're hustling your audience, your ear. Come on, I'm going to make you laugh. I got to make you want to see me. I got to leave such an impression on you that ain't nobody on media going to touch you. I'm thinking that would be me. I've looked on social media to all the comedians. Mm. Ain't a Puerto Rican out there mm, that could be as funny as the Latina granny. Evelyn, and I have watched a lot of you beautiful, and every one of you are awesome comedians. I'm just saying, sometimes in life, God brings a little bit of a heartburn, indigestion, constipation, stipulation in the situation, and that would be coming out as uh, the neurotic granny, Lynn, and her 17 personalities. I'm thinking that the 1920s to, to now, yeah, look at the comedians. They all were broken. Yes, they were. They all were hustlers. Yes, they were. And they all, all grieve in laughter. Yes, we did. Yes, they do. And yes, we still do. We all 
have a pain. It's called ass. Mm -hmm. Either she lives with us or he lives with us or we live by ourselves with a 17 personality. We still have them. We still call them issues and personality issues. And then when they call you up for the bills and ask you to pay them, guess what? You're going to lay there and say that you don't have 17 personalities when you're sitting there cussing at this person and telling them, listen to me, I'm not paying you. I'm thinking that's one of those personalities that just doesn't want to be told what to do. <clears throat> you know, but that could just be me. I I'm just saying. I have been to many of psychiatrists. Ain't nobody in 184 years ever told me I had 17 personalities. I'm telling you right now, because I used to go in there, and I used to go, they used to say, do you at night see things? Well, hell no, I'm not going to tell you that. And do you talk, you know, to things in the wall or when you're smoking cannabis? Well, why would I say yes? Have you ever, ever felt suicidal? Every day I look at him, I just want to kill him. Have you ever wanted to hurt someone other than yourself? Every day, every day. What's his name again? Yeah, you see? So am I going to go see a shrink and say, oh, yes, I do feel suicidal, and every time I look at him, I want to kill him, and then I want to kill myself? No. I'm going to, oh, no. I've never thought that way, and I've never in my whole life ever, ever wanted to slap a man's face. Never. Have I ever, and I mean this with all my heart, and my fingers are crossed right now, I haven't ever hit a man. No, be honest, I've never hit a man. Have I hit him with my mouth? Oh, please. And have I hit him with my words? Yes. Now, uh, you can't go in there and tell a psychiatrist, oh, you feel all these things. You know where you're going to be? In a mental institute. Supporting the psychiatrist while she's on a yacht. <laughs> I got this idiot, and I convinced him he's depressed. So now he needs some Xanax, Wanax, and then Tanax. And then we're going to put him on Tramadol, uh, Seroquel, and then Paraquil. And then now all of them are going to get him. Well, I want him to convince them that, listen to me, it's going to be a long ride together. Yeah. But we can do this. We can help you with all these personalities. Why don't you flip the table, 1920s, silent treatment. Do you have, will you ever, have you ever, can you ever, did you ever, if you ever, and you don't respond? I'm thinking you're going to get out of that institute, go back and get everything that you made that doctor, very wealthy. See, once you stop taking their pills, oh, Lord, there goes that car payment. Yeah, because once you start controlling that brain, which they call the captain of your ship, not the rowboat, not the canoe, and not the fish market, it's a captain of your, your, your mind. You know, men used to tell me that when I, when I was younger living on the streets, I couldn't fathom. Now, why would you leave me and my 17 personalities? Well, I did understand it. You know, as you get older, you realize the personalities, they're just yours. And you deal with them in life. You either take the label or not. But I've learned in life that it's, uh, I am uh, the captain of many personalities. And uh, I had to order a a cruise carrier, uh, and I had to deport, deport, deport a, a couple of them. I found out they were without paperwork here, and uh, again, 
sometimes if you don't hear me on the radio, it's because I'm hiding. But my intentions are is to make you laugh, and I know I did today. <laughs> Even if you're constipated or you didn't get that monologue out of you. Yeah, because who come up with the monologue? I, I, I'm just saying, I remember listening to, to good old Hannity one time, and Hannity used to come on that news station and blah, 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 lucky filters, until one day I said, Hannity, can you just talk and can you give me your opinion on what you think about what's going on with the captain and Tennille? And then finally, someone comes up with this monologue thing. Well, I think the invention is, just say what you want to say. I'm not here for, you know, my grammar. Please me. I'm not. Half the time, I'm always getting yelled at on Facebook. Girl, do you know how to spell? Well, when you're plucking those little keys and you're angry and that personality's on that key, well, sometimes some of the things come out and you go, did I just send that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that would be, mm-hmm. I'm not doing the monologue thing. What I'm going to do is introduce myself. My name is Lynn, I am founder of Granny. Uh, I am founder of Angel Comedy Relief, and it would have been the twins on BBS, number one radio station, that took the opportunity to make this happen. What's so nice about Angel Comedy Relief, that's all it is. Comedy, you know, it's like you got gas, and now you got it relief. Well, I'm giving you comedy, and it's a relief. You know, you're gonna you're gonna leave and go. What the hell did I just hear for an hour? But guess what? <laughs> it's not what you heard. It's you going. Oh my god, that lady is really schizo. Uh, I'm thinking that's what I'm trying to I'm trying to tell you now. I, I, I'm living with these personalities and I need help. And, and the IRS is on us. I'm just saying. Try to realize we all have 17 personalities. Mm-hmm. We don't need a shrink to tell us that. What we need to tell the shrink is go get someone else to shrink your bank account from. Because I'm not supporting you and your family and you're calling me labels. Because mm-hmm. every shrink is a pill popper. They drink like fish. You know how they open up their mouth and the water goes in and comes out? Well, guess what? The water doesn't ever leave because it's called a, a liquor. And before you know it, he's playing poker. I'm just saying because that is what a shrink is. And the lawyer, I like the lawyers. Wow, they go to school to become a liar. So I'm going to like Tom. And you agree about this lie. We got it. Yeah. Lawyers. Mm, shrinks. Mm. Labelers is what I call them. In 1920, you didn't go to a shrink. Hell no. You went to the guy down the street and said, I need to either poke her or lick her. So which one do you think I should take first? The liquor? <coughs> or, or should I or should I poke her? I mean, what do you recommend? No shrink. No one ever told you, hey, you know what, you're having too much sex and that's not normal. I see. You never went to anybody and told them anything. That's where your seventeen personalities ruled. You know, sexually liberated. I don't. I don't see that. When I looked up in the nineteen twenties, what I saw was, "Don't tell me how to dress. Don't tell me what to dress." And the way they dress was, what? it's like now. So, kudos to you, twenty eighteen year old, twenty eighteen, that you guys can get on stage and stand up at half nude. Now, listen to me. I'm gonna tell you right now. 
I'm going to get on stage. I'm going to do some films. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, I am. And I ordered me a bunch of bathing suits. Oh, yes, I did from 1920s. And you can guarantee Granny's going to have herself a tire. And I'm going to have my legs straight up in the air. And I'm going to be inflating, uh, uh, taking this tire off. Work with me here. But I have all my little skits planned out. I got a little boat. Mm -hmm. A little boat. So you know that song that says, Sail On? Mm -hmm. He's going to be sailing on. And then you know when it says, uh, I got a baggage here? You can guarantee, honey, I'm going to have a bag full of his poop. And he's going to be sailing on down the baggage way. I'm just saying. Uh, I've had enough of trying to be nice on social media, I say, let's uh, let's play this game. Let's play tack for tick, or is it tick for tack, son of a gun? I, I, I can't stand this grammar stuff. Mono and then the log, and then ticking it and tacking. All righty then. Okay, so um, uh, 17 personalities on Facebook, on Instagram, and on Twitter. Watch out. It could be the train blowing its whistle. It could be the whistle blowing the train. It could be the train that's gone off the track, the track that's on the train. I don't know. One of these personalities, I promise you, you're going to love her. I guarantee her. 1920s is coming in gear. Full-blown in the closet of the unknown. 17 personalities, Granny and her misfits. Yeah, that's my new thing. Granny and her misfits, the 1920s, are roaring like the lion roared when she was born in 1955. Granny is not that old. Granny is the new mature Granny. Because if you're 50, wake up, people. At 57, they put us out at, as seniors. 57, you're a senior. <laughs> Welcome to the USA where they label us. 57, I'm a senior. That means I can't do anything, think logically. And now sometimes if I act up, I am uh, a monologue. And uh, the log was really the husband that laid around on the couch. Do you see the English grammar? And then when the people tell you, you know what, you need to learn how to talk. We'll look at the dictionary. Now, the word is a noun, or the word is a verb. What the hell? Now, I looked up a word that's telling me to figure out if it's a noun or, or a verb. You are kidding me, right? So now the dictionary wants me to play dictionary with the... Di that's, I'm sorry. When I lived out on the streets, it was this. I said no. I said no, and I do mean no. Now, put your finger in my mouth and see if I'll bite you. No, 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 put it in my mouth. <laughs> Figure out where the right hole is, where the teeth is. Right here. There you go. There you go. Now, see how stupid I am? Do it again. Again, Granny has been labeled, but I love it because look at this. Granny's, Granny's jealous. Oh, yeah. Granny's insecure. Oh, my God. She's very, very lonely, just like the ladies in 1920. Don't you think that in 1920, and then look at Granny now, the Granny can't do what 1920 girls did, and I'm 62. I'm just telling you, boys, don't sit there um, and be so hasty to judge, because guess what happens? Because this is what I've learned. My cousins used to always put women down. Oh, yeah. 
They used to make fun of women, their breast size, their nose size, or any kind of size. They didn't. They were smart. They were dumb. They were ugly. Whatever. Whatever my cousin said that these ladies were, may God strike me dead. Their wife is that person. Uh, did I just say that? Mm-hmm. Because in life, as soon as I put down Tom, <laughs> I end up being with Tom. So what I've learned is shut your mouth. Mm-hmm. Get on stage and just make people laugh because um, you're never going to please. Not you're not even going to please ten in one day, you know. But Granny can please twenty in two days. Well, do the math. I'm just saying you don't have to have them all in one day. What you do have to do is you know like the 1920s, mm-hmm, the Roaring Twenties. I'm just saying in due time everything is seasoned yeah a little bit of salt a little bit of pepper a little bit of spices and it's boom your turn so no matter where you go what you do always always love love and be happy with yourself who cares that no one wants to laugh with you 24 7 well you know sometimes i sit here and 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 i look at my past and you know when all of a sudden i get a tear coming down my eye and i'm going what the heck? Are you acting like that? Are you on that pity pot again? Oh, my God. Here we go again. New alert, alert. We have a depression here. Can we put her in the closet? We ain't got time for doom and gloom because you have got to make yourself get off that pity pot. I know too many people. I work, 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 and I see you to watch young people come in and want to give up, and then I had the honors to go in there and make them laugh, to get out of bed, to want to live. Oh, my God, I'm thinking I just made a million dollars. they begging me to, can I have your phone number? Can I keep in touch with you? Can you help me be a better person, look better like you? I'm thinking, sign up in here. 17 personalities is what you want. Honey, I got... I'm thinking I got an an extra order in the back room, and I can hook you up. But the thing is, is your husband ready for those 17 personalities? Because uh, in the 1920s, they did the silent treatment. Guess what? 2018, us women, that's what we do. What do you mean you ain't take? You, you're not taking me? Honey, are you okay today? Honey, it's nighttime. H- honey, it's morning time. Honey. It's lunchtime. Honey, what happened to the af- to, 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 to noon tonight and the midnight? And what happened to the afternoon morning delights? Honey, honey, shit, we're living that 1920 stuff. Silent is golden, but my ears don't hear. Mm, yeah, that's what I'm trying to tell you. I have sat in this closet and drove myself crazy. I'm telling you crazy. I look every day in this closet. Where in the hell is that personality? Because I slap that little thing's face. But you know what I've learned? In due time, she will be famous. I have so many people. I'm not lying to you. I don't have to be on media. I go out in public, and I have so many women. Okay, can you tell me how I can start to look like you? In plastic surgeon's doctor's office. Now that I've got my face in a box, how do I? Make it look like uh, yours. I call it 17 personalities. Did you get 17 faces in the box? Because one 
isn't going to cut it. You got to come over here and critique it over here, and then you got to put W2, D40 here, and then you got to make the eyebrows stick up straight, and then before you know it, your lips, you know, have plumished. Now they're hanging down to the chin. The chin is hanging to your chest. Oh, they call it decollete. What the hell? It's a freaking chest. Get over yourself. Decollete. We're going to put it up on your hay. Ho, ho, hey, hey. Whatever. I like it. I like it. 2018. Let's label these names. Your breast is not breast. It's the decollete. Okay. Your nipples are called the stirring sticks. <laughs> There's egg. Look at the hand down your kneecaps. And you now you can stir the coffee cup with it. Work with me here, people. I'm just saying. <laughs> Laughter. Okay. What I've learned is that when I look in the mirror, that's one hell of a sight. I get up in the morning, I'm going, girl, which one are you today? I'm in the eighth I am, and I didn't eat any eight of them. I'm just saying. That's what personality I feel like today because sometimes we're so blessed my generation anyways to have lived you know in the 60s you know uh the years of where you took your bra off well i took my bra off because i you know i couldn't own one on the streets i didn't even know what the word that was what i found out is since i didn't have anything well ain't no one ever noticed hey son come on over here butch what's your name is your name butch uh, happened to be a uh, uh, Lynn, yeah, because, you know, again, if you were not Marilyn Monroe, you were um, uh, Marilyn Monroe's, you know, backup home, yeah. You got looked at if Marilyn uh, Monroe wasn't in the dough. Mm-hmm. So nowadays, I don't even go by that. I still wear a bra. I still wore my pull-ups, and ain't no one going to tell me that Granny don't look good when she's got her pull-ups on. And Granny has made a new proto of uh, pull-ups. They will be out in the market. Uh, they're fascinating. Um, they're uh, moisture-proof, so uh, there's no backwash. There's a flap. Uh, there's going to be all kinds of stuff coming up with these thongs. I'm going to tell you right now, 1920s. Oh, I can't wait till you see the new songs and the new videos and the new violin thrown against the wall, the strings hanging down, one of my personalities fixing it, and we're going to strum along this. We're going to make 2018, you're going to see me on stage with the seniors in the senior um, corporations and all around the United States is what I'm going to do is travel and just make one senior at a time laugh. I wanted to market the 40-year-olds, the 30-year-olds. They could not ever fathom wearing our shoes. When we didn't have any seat belts, come on. When we drove the big cars, you know, the 1960s cars. And we were always so blessed because every year we would get a new car, a new make of a car. But you can guarantee that make still had the back seat. It was a motel room. That's all they were thinking about was, you got to make it long enough so I can get in the back seat because, you know, you know damn well we can't afford a motel and we ain't going to tell Dad about, you know, her and me. So make sure that every year, what you, if it was a Rambler, the Chevrolet, the Bel Air, think about it. These cars were huge back seats. We had them 
called Motels on Wheels. And it was uh, kicking in the scene with a TV in the back. I- I'm just saying. Now they're called limos. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Limos. And then around, I think in the 70s, since the limos came in, mm-hmm, some man goes, oh, no, I'm going to get that thing. I'm going to get my, I'm going to make a car that's a limousine. It's got a bathtub. That's going to have 17 different things for 17 different persons. Do you see? But no one wants to talk about that. It's just granny. Just grannying her, meh. Oh, yeah. What do they say? Granny's got issues on uh, social media. She's just mean. Well, you dang right, I am going to be mean if you're going to send me porn after porn, guns after guns, threaten me after threatening. I'm thinking my personality is going to block you. And when I ever, and trust me, I will see you on stage. Because you could only hide for so long, little boy. But when I see you on stage, mouth to mouth, I hope that you'll be able to handle my 17 personalities as I did your 57 of them. And you're a man. I'm just saying. I've never in my life been so motivated. And I do mean escalated. <laughs> and I do mean a monologo. Mm, escalado. Uh, you know how you always critique my grammar? My grammar would be to you, please, get something to clean those teeth out. When you soak them overnight, yeah. I don't know what you soak them in, but all I know is around 3 o'clock in the afternoon, when you put those teeth back in your mouth, and what in the hell is soaked overnight? That nasty. Let's, 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 let's put Lynn down. But I got your game. I got your game, little boy. Sooner or later, I'm going to get you. Because look where I'm at today. A year ago, all you guys did was just joke on Granny, trash me. A year ago today, Granny's got her own studio set up. Granny is making her own videos on YouTube. What just happened? I'm calling it 2018, but I really still live in 1929 and... To you and to all my beautiful fans on number one radio station, BBS, and God bless these twins that trust me. You're not only going to hear about it, but you're going to see them spread apart all over nationwide. Is number one. Why? They had a dream. Why? They made sure that when their dream came along, they were not greedy. They would take an underdog. Yeah. Like me. And help me out. And now social media wants to help me out. No. I gave everything to Doug and his brother. And anything I make, I will make it for them. They're the ones that put granny and believed in granny. Loved granny. Has never put granny down. And every time I talk to these two twins, all they do is say, we love you, granny. And after all, on the internet. I don't have to have all of you, just a few of you, to love me. That's all. That's all it takes is for someone to just, boom, I like the way she thinks. Boom, I like the way she talks. And not only that, I like the way she articulates herself. And wait till you see my videos going from one end of respecto to the other. So my monologue to you is be happy. It's raining. So go out there. 
forget about using your own bath water. Get out there, take a shower, invite a few neighbors, especially if you get into the porn thing, you know. Go ahead and see if you can liquor and poker first, and then can I shower you? Is that all right? Uh, Linda, uh, did you put money in my account? Linda, 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 did you, did you put any money in my account? Because if you didn't, I'm going to trash you on media. And so I went back on media. I've been off the media for two weeks. I was hacked. I was trashed. I was porned. And uh, now they want to tell me that I'm a snake for reporting it. Do it again. Let's do it again. Sooner or later, you're going to be called out. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram is not a porn media. It's for family. It's for us who have dreams. For us to get on there. And to be loved and appreciated. And that's what these guys worked hard for. Not for us to get on there and trash everything that they have done. They're asking us for an opinion. An opinion. It's like a monologue, you know. Well, you think about today and all week long it's been going on. Our opinion. Not let's disrespect a gift that someone has given you to use. It would be like me getting on here and trashing these guys. You know, that would be pretty freaking sick. Well, that's what media has turned out to be. Respect the owners of the fa- of Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Let's make comedy happy. Let's not make comedy all about sex and then show me a penis and your crotch. What is that? That is disrespect. Block me. Uh, I will. You send me any part of your girlfriend or your boyfriend, I will block you. And I know who you are. God knows who you are. But I don't follow trash. It's not allowed in my 17 personalities. I haven't ever had them in the past. Will not tolerate it now. Yes, I joke about sex. Have I been a hooker or a prostitute and all? No, 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 no. I was a girl that was thrown out on the streets at 14. I survived by saying, if you touch me, I will make sure you're in prison. That's me. I said no to all the drugs. All of them. Never tried any of them. Okay, you guys have a very, very blessed day. Don't forget to listen to me on BBS number one radio station. And don't forget, hate equals love. Have a blessed day. See you next week. Bye.